So, uh, welcome one and all to episode zero, the first episode. That's kind of like an intro, it's a little mini episode of the Die by the Dice podcast. Woo! Uh, there, we have characters all done. We pre-rolled them, but we will introduce them to you right now uh, after we introduce ourselves. So, my name is John. I will be your dungeon master. I will be guiding you upon this epic journey of adventure and uh, high-flying escapades. Sitting to my right, we mixed it up this time, is... I'm Lisa. I'm going to be playing a human monk. My character's name is Kiaren. This is my first time in 5th Ed. We've recently played Warhammer, and I've done Pathfinder before and way before that, 3-5. So this is my first expedition into 5th Ed. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. Lisa, why don't you tell us all a little bit about Kiaren? Kiaren is... Kiaren. Kiaren is a human monk. She was part of a family that, um, hmm, I don't know how to explain it. Crap. Because she's not like, I don't want to say donated a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of There that. was just like a bin, she dropped one in. <laughs> well, okay, so her family uh, sent her to the temple of a, a monk school where she basically grew up in the temple learning martial arts, learning how to be athletic, acrobatic, fighter person. And so she has grown up within that system She's neutral good, uh, bordering on lawful good. She kind of makes her own decisions, but she has that background. She's graduated, I suppose, is the correct word. She's uh, left the school already, but she's been wandering the surrounding areas as a defender, sort of on patrol for the area, and that's where we fight her. All right, sounds good. Continuing on, next. My name's Tom. Apparently I'm going to be one of the loud ones. Um, I'm going to be playing a tiefling rogue in this particular one. This is my second campaign within 5th, though I've been playing D&D in all forms of it since, like, 4th grade. So, a little bit of a veteran to the whole thing. As for, I guess, my character, I'm going to keep this short since I tend to write really, really long backgrounds. Uh, essentially, he was born as a human nobleman, but was the sixth son, so it was the kind of nobleman that really had nothing else to do with his time or money, so got up to a lot of trouble, and then found out on his 18th birthday that one of his ancestors had essentially sold his soul to the devils, and he turned into a tiefling. His family wanted to lock him up, he had other ideas, broke out, stole his older brother's sword, stole some of the stuff from his family, and took to the road to kind of make a new life for himself under the name of Oryx. Okay, continuing on. Uh, I'm Brent. Uh, I am going to also be playing a human, but I'm a cleric of Paylor. My character has a little bit of background with both Lisa and Tom's character. I am playing as Lisa's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> and your character's name? Uh, Farron. And I have a bit of a history with Tom's character. So my character as a cleric uh, was part of the church and was called out to visit Tom's family, who was out in the capital, uh, to help train his older brother in the ways of, you know, the, the clergy and all that. That was happening a long time ago. Uh, and then in spending time in the capital, my character saw the opulence of the capital and sort of saw that the clergy was falling away from the true, you know, teachings of, uh, of Pelor. So he decided to go spend time in the desert alone to sort of reconnect with the sun god and all that. And that's where we find my character. And I am Joe. I'm going to be your power gamer for this campaign. <laughs> Repressing his urge to power game. That's why I am playing a half-orc bard and not dipping into barbarian, even though I really want to be a barbarian, but that would 
dumb and punch me in the face, probably. I've been uh, playing for about say, 10, 12 years, started with 3.5, and steadily been building since then. My character is Drock the Rune Chanter, who uh, grew up in the feral cutthroat tribe of the Aruthkin Orc tribe, and uh, then left when he was 13 for uh, various reasons, being under duress from a few of the uh, orcs who've been attacking him that were up-and-comers in the tribe. I then met a halfling family and uh, ingratiated myself to them, and then they actually took me on as a foster child, um, where I was doing well until I became a little bit too friendly with the halfling daughter, and then the father politely asked me to leave and find my own way in this world, and so with my nothing but the loot, which she gave me, her name is Venica, she gave me a loot, and with a long sword, I made my travels, and now making my way as a bounty hunter. All right, so that is the kind of long and short of our party. So we come across, we come upon them in the Empire of Ivranchi, a deserty landscape uh, where a great river called the Tarivin cuts through the, the landscape, giving a swath of fertile, uh, verdant, fertile uh, <laughs> ground, I guess, uh, that sort of civilization has built itself around. Uh, to the north and south are Badlands, which then fall into deep, duny desert, where uh, little life uh, holds. Our story opens with Eryx and Drock having been journeying together for uh, a few months now. They've become fast friends in this time and find that their skill sets complement one another, uh, as do their somewhat pitiable um, not deformities, but uh, they're not looked upon highly by the uh, by the average people amidst the uh, so town. So mean. Uh, but wait, you don't call horns deformities? Well, not if you're... We make an impression. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, though not usually a great first one. Although you have been able to uh, win people over with your uh, songs or, or charms, you definitely have to have a, a pretty steep hurdle to overcome when you uh, first meet strangers. You found that more, than, more people than not are sort of crossing streets or checking uh, purses while you go near... Uh, generally, yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, I do like to think that when my character gets run out of town, it's not because he looks like the devil, it's because he swindled someone, pissed someone off, and robbed them. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> probably having one choice. Um, to which uh, Drock is probably none too keen to fall after you because uh, as the ire, as you escape their ire, their <laughs> angry eyes quickly turn to the other outsider. Uh, so you had been traveling for some time between some of the smaller villages. And towns around the around the river. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Farron had been called in by the Asherok family, uh, those who bore uh, Eric's and are, even though they are embarrassed by him and sort of fearful of what he's become, they miss their boy and they're they're worried about what happened to him. So they called in the longtime family friend to uh, seek him out, uh, knowing that he might need some help in this. Uh, Farron sought out his niece Kiarin, who had now become, uh, in the decade or so since you last saw her, a uh, capable uh, warrior in her own right, serving as a standard bearer for a kind of militant patrol that uh, kept the their town and neighboring town safe. Borrowing her from her duties, uh, you sought out... Aiden? Uh, Aiden, thank you. Um, oh yeah, sorry, I didn't say that. His real name is Aiden Osorok. He now goes by Eric's. That's probably going to ease some confusion down the line. His last name Christensen? And even though you don't go, even though you don't know his new uh, alias, rumors of <laughs> red crimson skinned 
uh, horned individuals haven't uh, been abundant. So the ones that you've been hearing, you're fairly certain, are your are your quarry. You catch up with him. Oh, and one other thing. Uh, in addition to thing. yes, <laughs> in addition to the the charge of finding their um, their lost son and hopefully you're kind of curing this this ailment through your your holy might, uh, you also were given a a sealed uh, scroll case to give to him. Uh, the sender was unknown to you, and though the the Osirox seems seems somewhat hesitant to hand it over. They did so very carefully. Uh, like whatever is within it is a matter of great import. Hmm. Okay. Our our story begins in the small town of Rafasha on the north bank of the Tarivine. Where'd that map go? I took it. Oh, I'll give it back. Okay. Good. I don't want to be responsible for it. I want the visual. All right, so, sorry, what's the name of the town again? I'm trying to keep notes on this. Uh, the town is called Rafasha. 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 It's the only way I'm going to remember that now. <laughs> Mufasa or Rafiki, it's going to be one of the two. <laughs> Simba. Yeah. Well, but now you will remember it. Yeah, except yeah. I'm going to remember that it's one of those. I'm never going to remember the actual so, name. <laughs> uh, sorry, audio listeners. Uh, this is where the town is on the map. Right along here on the on the north bank. Right there at the place you're pointing at. At the place I'm pointing at. <laughs> it's at the center of the thing. Okay. So we're in definitely not Egypt no. on definitely not the Nile. In yes. a town called Rafiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close enough. You basically got it. <laughs> um, Points. The map is very well drawn, everyone who's listened to this. Just Expertly drawn. Oh, oh holy drawn. crap. Okay. The blue is Retcon. definitely the land. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Rewind. 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 I can fix this in post. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. The, the, the whole, like, region uh, north of the mountains mm-hmm. is Tarivine. Okay. Uh, the river is called the uh, Laina. It's the Laina River, and the Tarivine is the region. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Re- region as on. in country so or region? Tar- yeah, basically, it's like there are several countries that sort of make up the region. The Ivranshi Empire is the one in the middle. Okay. Hmm. You're really fascinating out these names. Oh, yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> really try. You know, kind is of it going to be Aline? Liana. Liana. I was really off. I think I said it differently, but Liana is way easier to pronounce, so it's Liana from now on. Probably remember that as Liana, like the horse from Cannibal. It's easier for me. Okay. We're so, just going to make movie references this entire time. Yep. yep. Cool. This is the sort of podcast that this is. No, wait. This is a D&D podcast. Let's get back to D&D. Okay. <laughs> You know I talk um, movie references. Uh, there's a there's a single tavern uh, in the town uh, called the the Thirsty Traveler. It's an inn as well as a tavern. As Farron and Kiaran approach the inn, they find it to be aptly named. Uh, the long travel through the riverside has has sapped them in the the desert heat. As they approach, uh, it's nighttime, and they can hear the sounds of music pouring through the curtained doorway. If you would be so kind, Drock, as to make a perform check with your instrument of choice. I will use the lute. My lute check um, is going to be a 17. 17, all right. Not Starting bad. off all pretty right. good, the first all roll. All right, the first roll, everyone. <laughs> Not too bad. Turns out Drock's last name is Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the dulcet tones of the lute pour from the doorway, as inviting as the smell of ale from within. Uh, as you open the the cloth curtains, uh, keeping out bugs but letting in uh, plenty of breeze, it looks like most of the, the, the town is here. 
simple, common, hardworking folk. Their skin tanned by the uh, heavily tanned by the sun, and they work in the uh, their their farms, largely an agrarian farming community. They're looking at the strange half orcish bard uh, who sits <laughs> upon a small stage, uh, strumming his lute with a mixture of uh, admiration and worry. Uh, <laughs> Understandably so. One of the few hands that are kind of gently resting on their swords during the performance. <laughs> Yeah. Just in case. Uh, as you take a look upon the um, the the bard seems to sort of steal the steal it all attention to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you go ahead and describe your character, Jeff? Uh, my character is more than six and a half feet tall, with long, beautiful black, <laughs> lustrous hair, uh, with a sloped forehead, and of course, protruding jawline of the orc, but with uh, piercing blue eyes, um, wearing a traveler's outfit, so kind of uh, humbly dressed, but uh, smelling very fragrant. And uh, the long store is still at his hip, but he continues to play on, uh, looking, trying to scan for the various uh, um, approval of the female folk, and probably not finding much. I don't know why, but I have this mental picture of, like, a dark-haired D. Snyder. <laughs> like, Twisted Sister. <laughs> that is not <laughs> So you're just, like, a glam metal orc now. <laughs> hey, man, D. Snyder's LA, man. That's all I gotta yes. say. <laughs> okay. I like it. I play the most happiest and, like, mainstream, mm. living on a prayer of songs. Like, remember the local... <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to take it, is what you're beating yeah, get, <laughs> Just get some feet tapping. There you go. Yeah, the, well, the... we're halfway there. You know, like, whatever is the, yeah, can't miss oh, song. Okay. Are we going to make him actually sing when he does his perform checks? <sighs> no, probably not. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I, don't think I have many years of training as a, <laughs> doing karaoke. I've heard you do karaoke. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moving right along. Go ahead and uh, make perception checks, uh, both of you, as you sort of sc- as you scan the rest of the room as you come in. Perception. What is my perception? Perceptron. Six. So you, I got. Oh shit! So your perception skill is twenty three total. Wow. Nah. Twelve total. So twelve and twenty three. All right. So, Hyorin, you are mostly sort of swept up in the the populace, just seeing how this this press of bodies together that you don't really see anything. And out of the ordinary there. Uh, a few barmaids go around passing drinks off the customers. There's a few open seats at the bar. You notice the, the barkeep kind of give you a, a nod and a wave, gesturing to a couple open seats. Uh, you also see uh, two cloaked figures. Uh, mm. One Ooh. toward the, kind of the, the back right corner of the bar as you kind of enter in from the, uh, the doorway. Not really tucked behind the, uh, the bard, but... Sort of using, if you were to sort of pan over to him, you'd have to go past the bard, and it might sort of screen your your eyesight. Okay. Uh, the other uh, on the far left, uh, sitting near a window, gazing out into the night. Hmm. Not into his mug. Okay. Uh, everyone else seems to be kind of uh, either commonly dressed or of kind of of a common countenance, and doesn't really sort of grab your attention. So the one that's looking out the window is facing away from me, and I can't actually see their face, right? Right. Okay. Uh, so one, yeah, one is sort of facing away, the hood up, mm-hmm. facing out the window. Uh, the other is facing towards you, but the hood down and uh, blocking their visage. Interesting. Okay. The seats that he pointed to, are they any closer to either one of these figures, or are they just kind of... The tavern is sort of uh, U-shaped with the, the bar down the center. Okay. They are almost dead center uh, between hmm. the... Uh, uh, on the kind of middle of the 
alcoholic peninsula. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. If I ever open a bar, I think I know what I'm calling it. No, it is. <laughs> uh, so the the two you'd be about equidistant to the two figures. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I will uh, nudge Kiara and I'll say, uh, "Hey, grab the seats over here. I got to go find the uh, old men's room." So I'll walk whichever side has the uh, washroom, I guess, or okay. something. I've been in the desert a while. I probably need it. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a little privy okay. uh, out kind of uh, the back of the tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also, uh, like, if you want to actually clean and get washed up, mm-hmm. the, then bathing services are available. Okay. So in my trek over there, do I walk by either one of those figures? You can... Neither of them is really on the way, but if oh. you wanted to kind of make a little... Take a long way. Okay. Yeah, okay. And as I look out, it's like the light's on me, so I can't really see what's going on. Yeah, I mean, there's not really like a... I'm probably into my performance. There's not really like a heavy, <laughs> heavy spotlight. I mean, yeah. you just see people sort of moving around. It's yeah. like like any other tavern. They don't right. have like fantasy uh, stage lighting. I might recognize her. <laughs> she also might be she's, lost to the music. Right? She's also dressed pretty... She's dressed pretty plainly, so okay. without kind of like... It's just one more person came in and walked up to the bar. Yeah. I'll sit down at the table and order some drinks. I'm okay. casual. He says uh, that he has um, basically beer on tap, or uh, a, a shipment of elven wine has come in recently at great expense. Uh, it's delicious, but then he mentions again the great expense. <laughs> Since we are simple folk, I'll just get the beer on tap. Okay. This is the San Diego of like microbrews. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's all it's it's about as micro as you can get. Everyone brews their own, but it's a one tavern town. <laughs> yeah. So he hands you a couple of uh, a couple of beers. Asks for a, a couple uh, a handful of copper for it. Uh, taking your money and giving you two uh, frothy mugs. They're kind of warmer than you'd like, but it would it'll definitely chase some of the dust off the trail uh, the trail mm-hmm. dust down your throat. Uh, so, to which figure are you going to approach there, uh, Farron? Uh, I'll go for the one facing out the window. Facing out the window. All right. Window. Okay. As you approach it, go ahead and make a perception test for me, please. Eric's. Woo! Woo! Natural 20. Nat 20. <laughs> That's going to be a 21. <laughs> milestones left and right. First nat 20. Oh, man. This is not going to bode well the first time I have to roll for a fight, though. <laughs> that is as good as it gets, folks. Okay. Your, your keen eyes kind of scanning across the the people coming in, looking for marks or just something sort of interesting. Uh, you see at the far side of the bar a familiar face, um, a heavy pack upon, uh, upon his back, and definitely sort of a trail weariness to his step. But you see someone you uh, you swear is fair. Uh, and why don't you go ahead and describe yourself real quick, Brent? Okay. As someone who's been in the desert as long as I have, I mean, we're talking like skin like leather. I mean, he's just sun-bleached as much as you can be, even though like... Started off, his hair was probably black at one point, but it's, like, really light now that it's been out, you know, outside so long. You know, super dusty, like, kind of, trying to think, almost, like, not dried out, but, like, kind of that really tough, like, dusty kind of look to him. Um, moisturizing. Yeah, no. (laughs) Desperately in need of some lotion or something. (laughs) I have some. Um, Lotion in the basket. (laughs) Maybe not that kind of lotion. Yeah, I mean, he's probably five, just short of six feet. Uh, he's an older guy. He's like low, low to mid forties. Um, not heavy set, but like you know, he's an older guy. He's not necessarily maybe in the best shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, all my travel gear is still on me. And then he's clad like really heavy armor stuff. 
because of his background as a clergyman for Paylor, who's this like, you know, he's the sun god or whatever, but he's also like his symbol's a mace, you know, so he's like a fighter, you know. A protector would need be. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm going okay. for. Uh, and a big shield on his back, like strapped over on his back with a big sun symbol on it too. Okay. Uh, so you oh you even wear your your mail while you're traveling. Yeah, I figure it's like a, a symbol kind of of uh, your service to Taylor okay. to be like ready to you know defend the whoever needs it at a moment's notice. Plus it works. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know it works. Okay, as you go make another perception check real quick as you uh, okay. try to catch a glance behind beneath the hood. That's a nineteen. Nineteen. And do you want to do this uh, quietly and surreptitiously, or are you just gonna? Who's this guy? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, no, I, I figure I won't make too much of a nuisance of myself. I'll uh, just kind of okay. So go ahead and make a stealth check over. with a disadvantage, I believe, because of your because of my heavy armor. Heavy plate. I'm clanging all over the place. Oh, and I rolled a three. So oh, uh, oh I think that's a total. Well, of... Let me see that second well, roll. Second roll. Worse. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's definitely the three. Uh, so a total of four. Total of four. All right. You are not subtle. No, I am not. <laughs> Does he, like, trip? <laughs> he knocks over a mug. But he's trying to, like, ease over. Like, Shh. Howdy, stranger. <laughs> okay. Um, as you go by, the, the figure gazing out the window uh, hears your armor clank uh, and turns. Uh, you see a, uh, a bearded face um, beneath the hood, uh, almost as grizzled as yours. Oof, pretty grizzly. <laughs> The, the beard is black with uh, with streaks of silver in it mm-hmm. uh, and comes down about seven inches or so. He noticed that the it's only broken upon his face by three long scars uh, down the right side of his uh, his cheek, uh, extending nearly from his eye down to uh, beneath his chin. Mm. Uh, he almost spits out at you. What do you want? <laughs> I don't know. I'm very scared of this guy right now. <laughs> You're just as grizzly as he is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair point. What? Right, I'll grizzle him. <laughs> <laughs> like true grit. True <laughs> oh, God. Take no shit. So, what's the skill check for that? I don't know. I, yeah, intimidation. Know. They don't have like a. Intimidation. intimidation. Okay. Intimidate. I'm not Survival. an intimidating person, though. <laughs> so, looking at the scars, could I tell what they might have come from? Make a history check. Okay. Oh, that's a four, like total. Okay, uh, no, you're not. You're not familiar with the uh, the cause of it. It looks like it might be a, a claw or um, some weapon, perhaps. Okay, uh, but it's not readily apparent. Is it socially acceptable to ask about scars? Maybe not to strangers who don't really seem too thrilled with you. <laughs> okay. So um, yeah, the scars right there. What's that from? Yeah, that's a that's a quite a scar you got going on. Uh, am I, like, from the Midwest now? <laughs> am I Wisconsin? Yeah, what was that accent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, I guess I'll say, uh, you know, I saw you were looking out the window there. Uh, something more exciting than uh, the incredible performance we've got going on in here? He says, I don't care about some more <laughs> things. He's a dandy. <laughs> Let him strum his little thing. That sounds oddly sexual. <laughs> I do. Is he drunk? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I am, I'm not here to judge. You know, we uh, we followers of Paylor, we're open to all kinds. <laughs> this is, you best keep your open mind and walk out that open door. <laughs> I'm done with you. Well done. All right. 
I'm uh, bad at making friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see you later. <laughs> you just the, the always cheerful character? I don't know. <laughs> uh, just figuring it out, okay? <laughs> yeah, all right. Um... So yeah, all right. Well, clearly I'm not welcome, so I'll make my way. Okay. So as you uh, head back to the privy, and at least that part wasn't a bluff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, relieve yourself. The. Uh... So having noticed him, can I make an attempt to not be as noticeable? I mean, like, probably not gonna say be leaving the tavern, but like stealth somewhere where I'm, I'm not at least not where he was. So your character's not wanting to be found at this point. Yes. Uh, go and make a stealth check. And meanwhile, uh, Kiaran, if you could make a uh, perception check, please. Yes. 16. 19. Okay. Ooh. I rolled an 8. <laughs> so, holy shit, really? Yeah. Damn, Damn dude. You're 20 dex? No. 18 plus 4. All right. Expertise. Well. Okay. Yeah, cool. So, as you... Uh, uh, look over to the left and see the altercation between uh, your uncle and this uh, <laughs> stranger. This. <laughs> um, as you turn back, you see the other cloaked figure begin to kind of slink through the cl- uh, the crowd. Uh, almost, Heading where? Uh, basically just into a different position, kind of trying to blend a little bit better than better than otherwise. Um, I do have to ask, does she recognize me? She's not looking for you. No, not yet. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I marry? Do you want me to be on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to be on the screen? All right. <laughs> In, in due time. Joe, uh, I'm trying to avoid being noticed. You will be noticed eventually. <laughs> you are on stage after all. I'm on stage. <laughs> I'm not going to interrupt. Even if I do recognize you, which I probably do, honestly, there's not that many half hour bards around, but I'm not going to, hey, walk up on stage, you know? I'm not going to interrupt your beautiful You know him rendition. more as a bounty hunter of low to moderate talent and renown. Pretty low. Uh, we forgot to explain. Uh, Joe and I's character have met before. Mm-hmm. Um, in the pursuit of criminals and... I've asked you for your help at one time, like, so, I got this one guy has extras, got a couple more dudes, I don't know if I can handle so this. Are we also officially going with why that your character's hunting my character, but isn't aware that he found him? Yes. <laughs> I think that's all going to go. Okay. <laughs> so we've got Drock the Bounty Hunter. Do you have, like, some scribe following you around detailing your exploits for the, various episodic... He's singing his own songs. He's singing his own songs. You see the figure uh, sort of Kind of talk his way into a, another table, um, sit down and sort of slink down in the chair a little bit, uh, making himself a little less uh, less afraid. <laughs> uh, if you Sorry. didn't watch him get over there, you'd probably completely <clears throat> lose him in the crowd now. I'm going to mark where he is and sort of keep an eye on him, okay. but I'm not going to act any different. Gotcha. And a few minutes later, uh, Drock finishes this uh, section of the performance with a, uh, a strummy flourish, uh, followed by a smattering of applause from the... Uh, yeah, the crowd and uh, a handful of coins being thrown on stage. Uh, <laughs> total about total comes up to about three silver. All right, I collect it graciously. And uh, is this an intermission or am I? This is an intermission. Well, okay, it's basically up to you and the crowd. If they start chanting for encores, it's an intermission. If they don't, then it's the end of your set. <laughs> I will use this opportunity to buy myself a ale. All right, uh, it'll be a silver. Um, I'll uh, take three. So I'll use my three silver that I just made and put that right. I'll invest it right back into ale, <laughs> into the local economy, <laughs> into the local economy. Small businesses. All right. Support your local brewers. And so, where do you uh, ales in hand? Uh, where do you go to uh, recline and imbibe? Well, I'm gonna go over to my uh, good friend Eric's and do not see him. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's like, is where he's at, like, is the table now vacated? Uh, no, they're still sitting there. They're just kind of chatting now instead of listening to music. And he's kind of just at the table with these other people, <laughs> sort of blending into the crowd. Uh, looking around, you don't notice where Eric's went to, but you do see another familiar face. Uh, Lisa, why don't you go ahead and describe your character? Uh, my character is human. She's the niece of, of Brent's character, so they look a little bit similar. They're both deeply tanned. I imagine this area as sort of a Middle Eastern Egypt kind of place, so I sort of modeled my character. Definitely not Egypt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> so she's, she's got darker skin. She's got brown hair, brown eyes, sort of average height. She's about 5'5". Five five. Uh, she's wearing plain clothes. She's a monk, so she doesn't have any fancy armor or anything like that. She does carry a pack with her. But right now I'm playing it cool, playing it casual, so I'm just blending in with the rest of them. Okay. And uh, I do an identifier? Uh, yeah, you see, that's what I said, you see his familiar okay. face. Kjorin! Like, it's me, Drock! <laughs> I, I come over to her with, like, carrying my, like, drinking my, what, my beers, and then, like, <laughs> one dropping in one. One hand one. and then two in the other. Yeah, <laughs> I drink one on the way over there and then drop it on someone's table and then just continue on. Hey. You, like, smash the thing against <laughs> your head as you like, <laughs> what are we doing over here? Traveling. Where? Why were we traveling? <laughs> you're, you're, as you recall, uh, as, as, as Drock's question jogged your memory. Because I was uh, helping out you. You're helping you. Farron, your uncle, uh, who's searching for a, a missing right. noble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now they're all back up to speed. Brain fart, sorry. I am currently traveling with my uncle. We are in search of someone. Oh, is it bounty? Is it something I can help out on? It is of a personal matter. Oh, completely understand. What type of personal matter? Family friend. Let's see, what type of family friend? All right, with, during this question, uh, Aaron returns to the uh, uh, the table. Eric, go ahead and make a uh, perception check. See if you can kind of eavesdrop on this 13. situation. Uh, no, it's just a little bit too much background noise. Um, you can see, you can basically kind of tell the conversations happening between your bardic companion uh, mm-hmm. with a couple strangers, or uh, with a single stranger, I suppose, but you can't quite say what they're saying. Okay, so you said I came you, back. You come back. Okay. I see we made a friend. Yes. Well met. <clears throat> Thank you. Did you enjoy the performance? I don't remember, did I? Uh, yeah, it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, yes, then. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. How he you... rolled pretty well, so. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> How do you two know each other? This is my uncle. What? And I extend my hands. I do the one arm. <laughs> like, I have I'm still holding the two beers, but... <laughs> And hugging you. You just Probably watched. just spilled on me a little. <laughs> kind of yeah, towering over you a little bit. Okay. Well, probably a lot, actually. I'm not that tall. Yeah, I probably spilled a lot of beer on you. Okay. <laughs> what of you? What brings you to this area? Meanwhile, I'm muttering, I just cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> well, pursuing a couple leads, there's, you know, one bounty I'm kind of looking for. That's some noble son, but uh, it's not really, not really making much luck with it. And then, you know... What's not going well, you know, just picking up work where I can, you know, playing some songs. Actually, it's doing pretty good here. I get, do you want this beer? I have my own, thank you. Oh, yeah. I, be noticing in. the beers, I grabbed <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, I got you one. Thanks. Uh, noble son, you say? Yes. Who? Or may I ask? Well, I don't know if I should. Well, hey, Jarn. Um, here, let me buy you another round. <laughs> <laughs> On a table first. <laughs> I look around. Is there any uh, table for us to sit? We are at a table. You are at a table. No, you're at the bar. We're at the bar. Yeah. Oh, you said there was a table. No, so there's some seats at the bar. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the uh, there's a table uh, off to the the left side. If you uh, uh, about ten feet away from the other uh, robed figure or cloaked figure that uh, okay. 
Very antagonized earlier. <laughs> antagonized? Well, intentionally, maybe, yeah. To be fair. Uh, yeah, all right. Fair enough. As we move over, I'm going to still keep an eye on where I saw mysterious cloaked figure number two slinking off to. Okay. Uh, you definitely see that someone's kind of scoping you out. Uh, you're not quite sure what they what they know or if they've seen, but this uh, this athletic-looking young lady seems to kind of have your number. Since I can see that she's with Drock, the minute that uh, her attention seems to be turned to him for conversation, mm-hmm. I try to shift positions again somewhere else, okay. disappear into the crowd. If I can, slink out the door. Okay. And maybe get under that, the window the guys and <laughs> carry out of the listen through. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and make stealth and perception. 26. Aw, he beat me. So uh, you turn back to... Yay, rogue powers. <laughs> <laughs> you turn back to take a look, and he seems to have all but vanished. Dang it. Well, I'm going to sort of nudge you. I'm assuming that since niece and uncle, we've worked together before, we can sort of verbally... Not verbally. Non-verbally <laughs> communicate. Pointedly not verbal communication. <laughs> yeah. Verbally communicate, right? It makes yeah. sense in my head. We can sort of... I can okay. tilt my head and sort of give you a, hey, there was something, it's okay. gone now, heads up, kind of thing. Okay, so I'll... I'll... Picking up on what you're putting down. A little bit. All right. Or at least uh, things happened while you were gone. We'll talk kind of thing. Okay. All right. In the meantime, what would you like, sir? I'll take some of the heavy stuff. That's the heavy stuff. Pricey. Oh. The elven wine, that has a fair price to it. Hmm. The, the, her, her barmaid instincts kick up. <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> the, the, the ordering of drinks are about mm. to happen. <laughs> and one of the... Uh, the ladies comes by and she says, So what will you be having? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Drock looks at, uh... So what will Farron. you be having? <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I, I hear you have some fine reserve stock. Uh, how much is it? She says, If you like some of our imported elven ale, it'll be one gold piece per glass. Sure, yeah, why not? You know, nothing too much for my friend here. All right, I'll be right back with that. <laughs> Fine of an ale. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, the Senor says we have to collect payment for this first. We've had uh, too many drunks drink and then not pay for the fine of an ale. <laughs> All right, so I'll slide a gold coin over and uh, I guess I'll buy another round for us and uh, whatever she's having. Thank you. And she collects your coins and okay. dies to the bar. It'll be a moment before she gets back. Do you have any further interrogations that you wish to do? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Yeah, but I was kind of hoping that the beer would show up first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to drink my beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't have beer. Yeah, but he's a half-orc. It's going to take a lot of beer. <laughs> well, in the meantime, we've yeah. worked together before, so I can ask you about business, I assume. How much is this bounty worth that you're pursuing? Is worth a mount of... Um, uh, it's worth 350 crowns, so that's gold. Uh, a live one. There's no payment if he's brought in dead. <laughs> <laughs> 350, 350 crowns, alive only, which I typically do anyway. Is that a fair amount? Um, like a, like a ton of money? That's or? a lot. Yeah. A lot? Yeah. I have no frame of reference. Uh, yeah, that kind of money... Oh, um, really good drinks is one gold, so. Well, okay, but I'm comparing beer to a bounty. Uh, that's a lot of beer. 350 really good drinks. <laughs> yeah, that's like, 
that'll that'll set some uh, like a, a common family for for several years. Oh, okay. Um, mm. Like this is certainly this is some. It's like, a common family for a few generations. <laughs> that's like a car. <laughs> yeah. So in retrospect, that makes that beer really fucking expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. What did I just buy? You? It's, like, it's like those. Forty dollar bottle of <laughs> sours you find. I was gonna go with some rocket, but apparently you know you bought him crystal. Shit, <laughs> might try to flag down that apartment. <laughs> I took create water for a reason. <laughs> Just water that shit down a little bit. <laughs> Feed her fifty crowds. Live only. What about you, Riga? What are you two searching for? You can, you know, <laughs> you can tell me. <laughs> Here's the verbal dance. <laughs> Uh, well, we're we're looking for a uh, for an old family friend. Oh, old family yeah. friend. Just tapping around. I don't know how much else we can say. I don't know. It's kind of a personal favor, so we shall refrain. <laughs> totally End of conversation. One of my character traits is I'm very to the point. So okay. you know what? This is a, a favor for a friend, so we shan't divulge their personal information. <laughs> Alright, as the, the waitress comes back, she has a uh, a, a glass uh, goblet mm-hmm. uh, with a, a crimson uh, wine flowing within it, mm-hmm. uh, and then two just common amber beers. Uh, okay. She, has, she says, and here you are, and puts it down for you. Thanks, gorgeous. Here's something for you. I kind of give her a silver piece. Thank you. <laughs> Tip your waitresses. Yeah. She'll look like, she's totally. So this is a pretty heavy hitter, though, for a cleric of Halor. Trying to think if that's true. Well, you're doing a favor for a friend, so it's less about who you're hunting in that case. It's a fa- it's favor. Yeah, you're the one yeah. hunting somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're projecting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just an old family friend. You know, they uh, they called in a favor, so here I am. Sure, it's nothing as serious as who you're tracking down. You must be uh, fairly gifted if you know uh, you know my niece here. Yeah, well, the theater helped a couple times. Uh, mostly these, you know, runaway kids are the best, you know, best coin, really. Mm. How long have you been tracking him? Oh, about two months. Really? Make my way up. Um, you know, making some friends here and there, though, to help me on my way. Uh, making money, you know, when I can, doing gigs like this. Is this your party here in the bar? These merchants traveling through? Oh, no, no, no. I have a friend of them traveling with. (laughs) (laughs) Is he he here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was. He's right over there. I actually don't know where he's at. He's he's probably talking to some barmaid or something. If you gesture over, like you said, oh, right over there. If you gesture to where I had sort of clocked him. Yeah. Oh, no, I I leaned my head over. He was over there, but I don't know where he went. So now I know you're talking about the the cloaked figure. Mm. All right. So I'm going to sort of do another nonverbal communication at you and be like, mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah, that. That's the weird thing that was happening before. Are we like playing with charades now? <laughs> well, like, I, I don't know how to do it with my yeah, face and still talk to the person. Can I pick up on their weird awkwardness that they're having right here? <laughs> is, I'm just staring like, what's <laughs> this happening right now? <laughs> Where is your friend? Will you d- introduce us? We're all friends here. Jake <laughs> so, like making some like winks and like, little nudges and uh, head, no, like, I, I, I'm kind of like wait, wait, say no more. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all friends here. I mean, you know, he's probably not doing his own thing. Normally, we you know, 
I usually try not to crap his style mm-hmm. when he's going out. I'm take a quick look and see if he's around the corner or something. Smoking. You smoke, right? You smoke, Do you right? Other things to smoke? Yeah. Probably. Even okay. I think he's overly concerned with his health. <laughs> You're a rebel. Yeah. You guys stay right here. I'll, I'll go out looking like, for him. Okay. Yeah. We'll I'll try uh, to bring him around. We'll hold our spot at the table. Yeah. For all he knows, he's immune. <laughs> I'll just, um, or me, actually, I, I drink my, actually, oh man, this was delicious. I'll take another one. I walk off. Was that all of it? <laughs> yeah. Shit. Alright. <laughs> I was definitely going to try to steal a sip while you were so, gone. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was a little, like, that little yeah. drag zone. I at least want to know what that shit tastes like. Because <laughs> I'm, like, very tall, I kind of, like, you know, look around, don't see him, so I go outside and see if he's, like, smoking. Okay. Uh, you, while you, he's you gone, I'm going to so whatever you're doing, oh, yeah. verbally okay. no, I tried. I tried to go to the window that was near, I guess, the table. Okay. It was near where that guy was looking, which, based on your description, should have been nearest their table. Yeah, so you can, you're kind of peering over and watching this whole, like, <laughs> knotted conversation. Um, yes, like and then so you see uh, Drock get up and sort of look around and, and head outside. Yeah, so I guess my guy, like, like pipe, I guess? I mean, yeah, lights up his pipe and just kind of affects a nonchalant status. Not very far from the window, indicating he probably heard the entire conversation. Yeah. So I kind of go outside, I look around. Yeah, you see him. Yeah. Eric's. What's up? Well, I found some friends inside. They uh, yeah, seem like good people. And you do American clerk of Baylor's like paying out the ass <laughs> for our liquor, man. I got good going right here. He must have really liked the performance. It's one of my best songs, really, so I think it really struck a chord with some people. They're very what? thankful for it. What's the clerk of Paylor doing all the way out here? I have no idea. He looked like he's from a to pay more, man. I got too much sun. <laughs> Never enough sun. Hey, all right, so you know, I told so you. got too much sun. Yeah. All right. You know, I mean, I told you, I, you know, I've done this, you know, I've run into that one uh, monk, uh, Kiaren. I think she, like, seemed like she was kind of digging me, but I'm not sure. She said, we're all friends uh, here. I, I don't see how she couldn't be, man. I mean, honestly, look at you. Well, you know, I think it was the song again. I think it's been winning them over. But, um. She totally tried again. No, no, she's a she's a monk, man. She's got her thing going on, you know. You know those how tightly wound those monks are. If you get them to loosen up, mm, freaks. Uh, it's probably it's probably true, but then if you piss them off, they're gonna punch you right in the face. So I just think it's just I can't quite take the. Yeah, no, no, I like her. I like her as a friend, but um, I don't know. Do you want to go inside? Get some alcohol with them? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was having fun with that. Um, not really sure how a cleric of Palor might take to my appearance. Oh, yeah, the demon thing you got going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just Clerics don't really tend to like demons, devils, that kind of thing. I've had a few bad experiences in the past with them trying to exercise me. Okay, so... Hey, um... jog. It's terrible. He's <laughs> <laughs> only to uh, tell that you... Uh, I'll, I'll say that you uh, headed out with some uh, young thing and that you'll be indisposed for the night. So, good one. All right. <laughs> I'll see you in the morning, right? Yeah. So, so far, we're trying to sneak back up into my room, I noticed. Okay, well, you did, remember, you did recognize him as he was going in. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm trying, that's why I made an excuse. Oh, ah, okay. Because okay. I'm pretty sure if the, a, a random guy's friends of my family happens to be in the same place I am, and I'm trying to be found by my family. Okay. So, I walk in and go to your table and say, ah, oh, my well, apparently, uh, my friend, he's, uh, found some company for the nights. <laughs> um, Roll for it. Eighteen. Yep. Insight to know if he's lying. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh yeah, I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. 
The group that runs on deception. <laughs> Those who lie together. The group that yeah. lies together stays together. That's like what I'm supposed to be good at, too. <laughs> well, it's what I'm good at, too. Oh, yes. Fair enough, all right. Hey, that's the problem. You're good at detecting lies, but we're also good at lying. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of spending the night, are you staying here? Um, yeah, I got a room. We might see you around the next few days then. Really playing into coming on to him, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. So are I'm you staying can... here tonight? Well, if they were right by the window, stands to reason we could have heard their conversation. I'm, I'm also looking at you and I'm like, um... So I'm like, really, Brock's really awkward because it appears you're coming on to him, but like your uncle's right here. And the uncle's a cleric of Paylor. So it's like your uncle who's a priest. We don't know the relationship to them because they haven't explained it to you yet. Yeah, we did. Yeah, this we is did. my yeah. uncle. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so I'm like really... Look to the mace, look I'm back really to him. Look back here. to the base, look back to him. You're like, you're like talk. I, I, I want to push this forward, but he might smite me. I have some social graces where I'm like, I'm not going to hit on a girl in front of their, their priest uncle. I'm not going to hit on the female monk in front of her priest uncle. Make one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I will see you around. Around? Around? <laughs> around sometime? All right, and I'll go and find rooms. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll uh, go with you. Got big uh, sack of traveling gear to drop. I'm, you know, ready to get rid of this. Okay. Can we get, get uh, upstairs in yeah, rooms or whatever? It's, uh, two silver a piece. If you just want the rooms, if you also want to bathe, it's another silver each. We've been traveling. We probably want to bathe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So once uh, I'm obviously probably periodically peeking back into the room, they're upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sneak back in. Go to my room. I stash the rapier since and like anything else that he has, like his signet ring, like he doesn't have any of it on him. Okay. Because he's gonna try to rely on looking completely different than the last time anybody's seen him. Gotcha. But not have anything identifying like the sword mm-hmm. uh, on him uh, when he encounters them the next. Okay. After you get cleaned up, uh, the the rumors you had heard sort of pointed your your quarry this way. Uh, if you want to ask around a little bit, uh, you can make a persuasion check to. Kind of talk to people, see if they've seen anyone match Okay. Four. You suck. That's like the third four in a row. You're bad at this game, Brent. Retiring that die. You've been playing for a long time. What's wrong? <laughs> I suck at D&D. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. Did I get anywhere on a four? Unfortunately, your path took a little longer than you expected. Mm. Everyone's a little bit trash right now. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, I didn't say anything. Sorry. <laughs> Or just snoring right in your face. <laughs> um, well, uh, the rest of you have already secured rooms, and uh, go ahead and rest for the evening. Okay. I'll cover my hit points. <laughs> the beds All are... the hit points you lost? <laughs> that song took it out of him. The beds are a bit scratchy. It. Really left it all on not, the stage. Not tonight. great. Um, you find the, the the bedding almost like too soft. Like your, <laughs> your hermitage has kind of trained you for harder things. You end up sleeping on the floor. Yeah, there you go. That's a little small, too. Um, <laughs> To get comfort. Um, but the next day you awoken to <clears throat> the smell of roasting meats and breads uh, coming from downstairs. Looking tantalizingly at your nostrils. Um, <laughs> that's weird. Looking at my nostrils? Oh man. Yeah, that was a that's weird. I didn't even know I was into that. That's a weird, that's a weird one to say. <laughs> um, oh man, that guy's nose, man. Yeah. You see it? You see anyway, nostrils. it smells good downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> 
weird. Oh, <laughs> there, are, there are fewer townsfolk here now. Uh, it appears only to be uh, a handful of travelers and merchants. Okay. Um, Who would be good people to ask about mm. who they've seen on the road, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I've got my shiny green die instead of my other one. Let's see if this Your one rolls any dice. better. We'll try uh, another. Who else comes down for breakfast? I do. Okay. Uh, I do. I will in a second. I want to double check something All right. first. Roll a 14 on persuasion this time. Okay. Still a 4 in there, weirdly. Um, just question, like, wearing uh, studded leather, is that pretty, like, because it's studded leather, is it, like, easier to move around in and, like, yeah, more typical? it's light armor, but you're still, like, wearing armor, so yeah. if you were in, like, a purely social, like, you probably don't wear it when you're performing. Yeah. Um, because it's, like... Unless you're, like, a black metal band. I'm gonna start some stuff. Uh, yeah. Because you're wearing armor going yeah. around. Um, but at the same time, if you if you see somebody who's wearing studded leather on the on the tra- it wouldn't be uncommon to see someone on the trail or on the road, yeah. or just even walking about town, maybe. But it would sort of imply a like a martial continence to them. Okay. All right. So uh, he goes downstairs uh, for breakfast again. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take anything that would identify him as an Osirok. Okay. He does still have like his daggers and whatnot, but mm-hmm. those are generic daggers. So they shouldn't identify him as anything. And gotcha. he's more or less going to try to rely on. He looks. Very different, like even straight down to like different facial hair and yeah. like hairdo. So uh, as you come down, you hear the bartender go, "Yeah, I saw a guy like that is right over there." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like three steps down, and just freeze. Where am I in relation to this? You're probably like um, halfway through a, a rasher of bacon, and a couple of eggs. That sounds so good right now. Yeah. <laughs> Who's hungry now? All of us. Okay, uh, so I'll. Hey, you! Alright, so with this, the other cloaked figure, who is uh, basically still at a very similar position, mm-hmm. who is facing away for this, gets up, throws his cloak back, revealing a battle axe in the hand. <laughs> he says, You bastard bounty hunters, you'll never take my life! <laughs> and roll for initiative, everybody. Another 14. Yay! Not terrible. Oh! Not 20. Not 20, nice. That's the second one this game. Nice. <laughs> Second one for not an attack. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Typical. I rolled not badly, though, so I'm happy. Should be just your dex unless you have an initiative modifier. Yeah. Yeah, it is just plus one. So 15. 15. 16. Ooh. I got 15, too. What do we compare? I think it's if your dex, dex is higher. Dex? <laughs> yours is much higher, I guarantee it. What's your dex? 12. 12? But you're a monk, so you're, you should be oh, yeah. super yeah, high. Yeah, I win. Okay. Uh, Drop would you have? Uh, 22. Do, yeah. I, do you have any? 16. 16. Do you have any martial capability that I know of? Or what? you are a spellcaster? No, he's got, like, you've only ever seen him do, like, one spell. I mean, it's got a, it's one of those ones that has myriad of effects, but, like, you've seen him do what it would amount to, like, like it's magic. Pretty, it's a pretty good spell. But... It's a pretty good spell, but, like, you've never seen him attack anybody with magic. Okay. Um, like, when if, when you guys get into fights, like, he either, like, stabs them with a rapier or goes after them with daggers. Uh, okay, I mean, obviously, depending on the fight, he might also do um, bow and arrow. But that's more a tactical decision. Usually he'll get up in there and just try to see if he can take him out close. Okay, so with this guy, uh, his, his bellow and the drawing of his battle axe, uh, basically everyone else in the tavern uh, sort of is like, ah! And dives, <laughs> dives to the corners or th- upturns tables to get behind them. Uh, they know some shit's about to go down. But Drock, you're the first person to act. Okay. You have to jump on everybody. Okay, so um, as, uh, I guess, kind of part of my bonus action, I'll be like, Kjord, knock this person out! So he... You get a D6, which Ooh. you can use for an attack roll, a save, or a skill check. That sounds good. Um, then I'm going to, te- feeling things out right here, say, 
I'll, t- I'll actually uh, viciously mock him. Say, stay where you are, or my sword will be through your throat. Okay. Um, so I... So what do I do? See, so you would... Uh, I, my assaults, if the target, you can hear you, it... Uh, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Or take what's, one... And what's my DC? Uh, 13. Uh, he failed. So, he takes... Three points of psychic damage. Okay. And he has disadvantage to attack. On the next attack roll made before the end of its next turn. Okay, just straight disadvantage? Yeah. Or against anybody but you? It's, it's straight disadvantage. I think it's, yeah. And has disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Yeah. Okay, well he's going to charge you. He says, No one says that to me, I'll kill you! <laughs> and he runs over, swinging his battle axe, uh, but unfortunately misses wildly, embedding it in the bar. Uh, <laughs> as you get close, you see the sc- three scars going down his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a wisdom check. <laughs> Actually, wow, 13. 13, all right. Uh, you recognize that as uh, Noka the Bloody. Um, he's got a 100-crown uh, bounty on his head, alive, mm. uh, or only a mere, a mere 20 dead, uh, oh. for assault and murder. Ooh. Uh, all right, Eric's. All right, um, Eric's draws his daggers. Is that still... That's your move? bonus action. Bonus action. So he draws his daggers. Uh, can I close the distance with my move? Yeah, you can get over there. This right. isn't huge. All right, so I close the distance with my move action and then just try to stab him. Okay. Really regretting not bringing the rapier down. Alright, that's going to be AC 19. Alright, that's good enough. Alright, that's going to be... Can I show something? Oh, yeah. Eight points no. of damage. Ugh. What are you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not even like, why'd you stab me? He's like, what the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> As a freak show, I said, like, take him alive. Once I learned oh, yeah, sorry, like... I got this mixed up. Kiaran. Could I have said, like, take him alive? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna try an unarmed attack on him. Okay. Unarmed strike. 16. That's a hit. Can I borrow a d4? Thank you. I'm unprepared. Four. Okay. And because you have martial arts, you can make another unarmed strike as a bonus action. I can hit him again. And no, you can use the d6 um, after your roll, but before he declares the the success or not, with the bardic inspiration die, because mm. I have inspired you. That's All right, Ooh. so go ahead and roll double damage with that nat 20. Sweet. So you still need a d4. 5 plus 6. 11. 11. Oh, good shot. Taking uh, him down. Down, down. Okay, uh, the, the first uh, hit knocks him off balance, and then uh, you bring your elbow uh, right into his solar plexus. He staggers backwards, uh, the wind knocked out of him. Uh, Farron. Oh, crap. Okay. Seeing that shit's now going down, uh, I'm going to unstrap my shield from my back and, and slap that on. How's this guy looking now? Uh, he looks almost dead. Okay. I don't know anything about the trying to capture him alive. Uh, if you make an attack that would kill him, it just knocks him out instead. Okay. If you say, I want to do it non-lethally. Okay. Considering this is a whole misunderstanding, we might... That's true. That yeah, probably... You probably wouldn't be out to kill him. Yeah. It's That's... clear he's like thinking that we're after him, and mm-hmm. we're not, so we're kind of going, uh, wait, chill out, and we could do it non-lethally. Okay. If it would make sense for your character, sure. Yeah, he's not going to go just around killing anybody he comes across, even though this guy was kind of a prick earlier. Uh, so I'm not going to feel too <laughs> bad about bashing him in the head with the mace, so. <laughs> <laughs> non-lethally. Yeah. <laughs> Dink. Yeah, uh, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to draw my mace, and I'm going to walk up and see if I can smash this guy. Okay. Uh, what is my... Non-lethally or lethally? Yes, non-lethally. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 15. That's a hit. Sweet. Yeah. Oh. So that's going to be a 9. 9? <laughs> the mace uh, cracks into the side of his head, <laughs> uh, and he falls to the, falls to the ground. 
Stunned um, and knocked out. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of a little trickle of blood leaking from the wound, but he is uh, on a one-way trip to nap time with the with the force of that blow. <laughs> is he still alive? Well, that was awkward. Uh, how bad did we just hurt him? Oh, he's knocked out. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> he's the, alive. Uh, so how much? How much there's was not really like negative hit points. Oh, how they're not doing the, that. Uh, okay. The, the, the bounty worth? Uh, like, there's really a, a value of negative to kill you, but it's usually like, hit, otherwise you're at zero. Okay. The the bartender's, he goes, he's weird. Yeah. Uh, he says, Paler's glare, what the hell happened? <laughs> and he said, he, he sort of, Paler's glare happened. Raises up from behind the bar. So Eric's kind of like, like gently kicks the guy. Well, this guy got angry and he attacked all of us and we made him stop. That's what happened. Well, this happens to be Noka the Bloody. This is Noka the Bloody. That guy. Who has a, who has a $60 bounty, 60 crown <laughs> bounty on his head. Um, so, when he says that, like, does anything like jog in my head? Because I've been traveling them for at least a little bit. Does everyone accept that? Because they're only 22. I know nothing about any of these people, so um, sure. I'm gonna have, I don't know that I can match that. Can 16, I, I believe it. Yeah. I wouldn't care, I don't think. Yeah, Insight would okay. be the appropriate. Insight? Check. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would have to counter it is that with him saying that, whether or not I know the bounty 15. as well. Okay. And it would be clearly picked been... up from having traveled with them. would be the only way I I'll give you advantage because of your patrol. My sort of law enforcement background? Yeah, so you can roll twice and choose the better number. Oh, okay, 15 or... Ooh, Oop. that one's worse. <laughs> 15. All right. So Yeah, 60... Uh, considering how fast he went down, 60 seems pretty reasonable. He doesn't seem that dangerous. <laughs> what uh, does the bartender say? Pull my dagger out of him and kind of like wipe the blood off on his shirt. The bartender says... He just stabbed the guy. Yeah. <laughs> says, Thank goodness you're all here then. <laughs> No, I think we deserve a drink for that. Or free breakfast. Or, or free breakfast. And then breakfast and drinks are on the house. He First probably, thing we do is weasel our way into free shit. We probably saved everyone in this town. Right? Yes, team. we did. Sparky is glad you had drunk the rune chanter. And the good grace is that helping a bard has improved the standing of this fine establishment. You can tell tales of this. Okay, well, I already thanked you. <laughs> Dramatic. You have free drinks and free beer. And free food. During all of this, I'm going to at least take a minute to see if the guy's actually, like, okay down there. Like, I know he's knocked out, but, oh, like, no, here we are. is he going to have, like, Can we, like tie him up? horribly debilitating right. injuries Wait, down the I'll road? Be right, I'll be right back. Well, so, concussions are no joke. Yeah. So, I'll be right back. I go up to my room and get my manacles. Okay. Oh, you have manacles. Well, yeah, I'm a bounty owner. Kinky. Um, well, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> God. It's all so, about multi-purpose tools, yeah. <laughs> so I come back down, I have my manacles. Okay. So here we go. Okay, okay. so while he's gone, uh, you recognize, um, based on the description you've been, been fed, uh, Eric's. The actual guy you were looking for. Oh, okay. Well, given what happened the last time I called somebody out on that, I might keep that to myself a little bit, but I'll okay. do our little non-verbal nudge. Be like... Yeah. Okay. So. I'm assuming because we're relatives, we'd have at least some familiarity with each other that we could do that on a basic level, at least. So until they say something, Eric's is going to hope that they've forgotten that he got pointed out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try to just collect on like the food and the uh, the drink and act like nothing happened. Okay, this is going to be a real awkward breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so saying it's going to take the bounty hunter a minute or two to go get his manacles. Okay, if you want to make any conversational revelations <laughs> in that time without tipping your hat to the bounty hunter. <laughs> That would be appropriate for that. Okay. <laughs> Translation, the campaign hook hinges on This is kind of in now, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, We're going to spend so much time in this bar trying to dance around each other. No, here's going to be the fun thing. This is going to be deception versus insight because my guy's going to try to lie his ass off. <laughs> so I'll turn to, to the stranger as far as I know and I'll say, uh, you know, 
you were pretty quick to leap to our aid with your uh, with your daggers there. Thank you for that. You're welcome. He was also attacking my friend. Oh, that was your friend. Oh, okay. The the guy who was here earlier. Yeah, yeah he, the, he the mentioned he was one. here with somebody. Yeah, okay. Eat with us. Okay. <laughs> I'm a to-the-point person. Yes. I'll get a table for us and uh, so sit, sit you down. He's trying to act like as nonchalant <laughs> as possible, but like kind of just like, this is weird. So where are you from? <laughs> I still say you go Midwest. So where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> You're getting medical. So <laughs> um, what's a, uh, a town on the outskirts of the uh, capital? Oh, uh... You're going to make shit up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jirosh. Jirosh? Yeah. All right. Uh, Jirosh, just okay. outside the capital. So... Since I know he's the person, or I have a pretty good idea that he's the person I'm looking Just for. Him. Right, so you have disadvantage on your uh, your bluff. You have advantage okay. on your. That's what I was thinking. Uh, you know what? This does not serve me well. So I'm going to roll these. What is my insight? Plus six. Wow. Nineteen. Yeah, you kicked the crap okay. out of it. All right. <laughs> hmm. Boo, Brent. Can I assist? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Sit there and look intimidating. Yeah, you. I think you could probably. You roll can make. A, you too. can make one insight. One insight. Yeah. Cool. Sixteen. Sixteen. Eighteen. There. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this Ilgerosh story sounds pretty. So, sounds like I'm telling the truth. Pretty okay. Yeah. Dang it, Tom. It sounds completely believable. It's like a character on deception and lying. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So what brings Carefully, you? Carefully, you're gonna walk away with everything in your pockets. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What uh, What brings you out to wherever we are? All right. You are in a town called. Um, Rafasha. Bad. Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> Rafiki. <laughs> We're in the Thirsty Traveler. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what what brings you out here? Well, uh, boredom? Probably don't need to roll for that, because you're probably telling <laughs> the truth. <laughs> uh, things got a little hot at home. Huh. Appearance doesn't really make it easy to stay in one place too long. People tend to get a little freaked out. Uh, priests get called in on occasion, and that's not always a fun interaction. So... Yeah. I understand why I'm a little bit nervous sitting at a table with you. Uh, I don't need an old priest and a young priest or holy water being thrown at me. Does that actually work on tieflings? Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, you're not sure. <laughs> Try it. Note for later. <laughs> it's Where? a lot of not fun interactions, so yeah. I'd kind of move on. Yeah, I had some experience with uh, a similar situation a while ago. Uh, in fact, you, uh, you'd be about the right height. For the guy that I was supposed to, uh, you know, be looking for. And uh, how old are you exactly? Twenty-one. <laughs> Much better. Damn it. <laughs> Ten. Let me see uh, your ID, sir. <laughs> uh, what did I roll? That's a uh, twenty-three. Yeah, ten. So okay. Yeah, you, you sniff that out. Okay. <laughs> he's not. He's not quite who he says he is. There's, there's cra- <laughs> these cracks are widening by the moment. <laughs> The, the age seems a little fishy. Yeah. Mm. Meanwhile, those manacles are way at the bottom. Yeah. I know, man. Just let me know when I come in. Really yeah. digging. You could have swore you put them in the pack. You're not quite sure. Okay. Um, I was in a rush. I'm going to start asking about your marshal's training. Like the, because you, you cuffed them to each other? That's what I'm interested in as a monk. Where were you trained? You fought well. The streets. <laughs> I learned to fight in the streets. School I, of hard knocks. Yeah, school of hard knocks. Which... It is actually where he learned his wrong, but that's not a lie. I learned to fight on the streets. When you look like this, you have to get in a lot of fights. As a noble, though, wouldn't you have had some basic training? 
I grew up on the street. I'm not a noble. <laughs> All right, bluff check. <laughs> oh, that's another 23. Ha! Uh, that's going to be a 20. Damn okay. you, Joe, for man. <laughs> so oh, remember, you have your bardic expiration dice. Bardic, oh, yeah. He's not singing, though. You can still use that on check. Yeah. Okay, so um, you, no. you the ages the ages lie, and you, he's lying about not being a noble. Okay. You're like 99% yeah. sure now. Okay. So, Just call him by his old yeah, name. Yeah, that's what I was trying to find in my note here. Uh, Aiden, is that you? My name is Eric's. Sure, now it is. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's, like, it's also not a lie. It no, is what he's calling himself. Yeah, but um, just you don't roll anything. You just make an uh, insight check. Okay. I have a flight. With advantage or no? Uh, with advantage. Okay, so that's going to be another oh, 22 this time. 22? Okay. Yeah, even though he's kind of hitting you pretty bold-faced, mm. uh, you've sort of seen to the heart of the matter now. Okay. You are the moody team of this campaign. <laughs> You know, originally I had more ability for lying, but I backed away because I figured that was going to leave that for the bard. And I was just even more the light-fingered one. I know. <laughs> okay, so with my uh, check there, and then, oh, I, I, I don't know why you're, you know, trying to hide, but, you know, if, if you have a reason, I'm sure it's good, uh, but I know it's you. I'm not going home. I don't remember. My you were, supposed you to take supposed to bring it? Yeah, I didn't think just so. Like... They seem to think his curse is because he like strayed from the, mm-hmm. the path of righteousness, like his uh, idle idle hands at the devil's playground. Right. In this case, very literally. <laughs> uh, so if they think if you can kind of like be with him and sort of set him right, that maybe he'll change back into their their baby boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awkward. All right, you know we can we can discuss this later if if you're worried about the others here, but uh, you know I I don't have to take you back. Your parents are just worried about you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> When I left, they were trying to build a room to keep me locked in. Super worried. Were they? You don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't mention it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it also wasn't a lie, because yeah. it wasn't part of his background. Yeah, he doesn't know. Yeah. They neglected to mention that detail. Yeah, there was a reason I left. I didn't Lost want to spend in. my life in a room any more than I already did. Concealed don't feel to let it show. So, um... You've you found it. Uh, <laughs> right. and, uh, you begin, there they are. And you begin bringing them back down. Okay. Uh, They've you been can, in your you pocket the whole your room time. Key. Okay. So you're, you got to find that key now. <laughs> oh, oh, so we're still going. Oh, still going. Okay. Yeah, all we're right. still going. It's gonna be as long. It's gonna do this as long as the narrative relevant. Right <laughs> okay. Oh, like that's that's terrible. I I didn't know that. You know they had treated you so. Although I could sort of see where they're coming from. This is pretty intense. <laughs> Tell me about it. You know, <laughs> I'm kind of the one living with it. <laughs> Keep making motions around my face like the freaking Yeah, everybody's just kind of been waving their hands at his face for a while. <laughs> all of this. Yeah, all, all, all of, of this. That. Every time there's a this or a that, there's hand motions. Oh, hold on. We never described your character. So oh, there you go. Now that we're describing what this is all about, <laughs> so why don't you please explain to the Oh, listeners. that's true. It's the first time my character's been seen by non-people. Okay, so... By non-people? Non-people. Well, Joe's character knew who I was. <laughs> you guys don't count. You're not uh, people. By new people. So, all right. So, Aiden, or Rx, as he's going by, is about 5 foot 10, just shy of 6 feet. Kind of a crimson, deep red skin tone. Fairly handsome looking, as far as these things go, but it's also kind of hidden by the fact that his eyes are completely gold-colored. Would you describe uh, yourself as a handsome devil? <laughs> yes! I, he would be a handsome devil. Awesome. Um, he's got hor- like a smallish horns growing out of his head. Uh, he's kind of shaved the sides of his hair in an attempt to conceal uh, what he looked like to alter his appearance. Um, so he's got this kind of like 
chaotic mohawk going on up the top, but it's not spiked. <laughs> a little bit more, just he was just erratically changing his hair uh, to look as different as possible from a nobleman. He's also got a tail that he does what he can to keep concealed beneath his cloak, but it's still a tail. Um, and as we've established, it's more of like a thick lizard tail, so he can't just wrap it around his waist, which is darn. <laughs> Sex for you. His hair is black uh, for what little is left, uh, and he's got a goatee. But like just like the chin goatee, not like the full. Mm-hmm. Like our DM has that you can't see. <laughs> Ooh, mystery. <Yeah. laughs> Other than that, he's uh, generally fairly well armed, usually with two daggers, a, sh- a short bow, a rapier, and leather armor, um, with wearing kind of dark purplish uh, traveling clothes. Though currently he is sans his rapier since he's... It ha- it's identifiable. <laughs> okay. You recall the uh, the scroll case mm-hmm. given to you by uh, Asterix. Okay. I imagine I probably would not have just kept that on me, though. That's probably up in the... Well, how big... When we say scroll case, like oh, how big like, is a scroll case? It's about uh, nine inches long by about an uh, inch around. Oh, so that's case. easy to hold yeah. on. Okay, so I'll... I'll um, you know, oh, uh, you know, this was given to me uh, by, by your family uh, here. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's it's locked, but you know the combination. It's something from your old life. All right. So I undo the combination, pull the scroll out. Okay. So as you uh, as You're you instantly begin cursed taking the scroll. Out, <laughs> oh. As the scroll uh, as you begin pulling it out, Drac or sorry, Drac, excuse me, Drac, uh, comes down the stairs, manacles in hand. Drac's his cousin. Yeah. Mm. I go and kind of knows things going on, but then I go and make sure I handcuff the. the that guy. Okay. Yeah, he's still solidly unconscious. <laughs> okay. I mean, Read him his rights. So, what do you miss? Uh, food. Oh. It's all sitting there. Uh, you notice that uh, Eric's has a, a scroll uh, scroll in his hand that he's in an empty scroll case on the table. What's all this about? I don't know yet. What is it about? All right. <laughs> so as you open it up, uh, it says, Help you, Kenobi. <clears throat> uh, it says, Aiden, it's been too long since you last spoke. Your mother's fault, no doubt. Uh, she did not. <laughs> she did not appreciate the uh, the influence that she claimed I was having on you. Nevertheless, you was you had always been my favorite nephew. Uh, the your hands were always so nimble fingered with those locks, picking up everything I was trying to teach you. Your parents did not approve either of my influence uh, or some of my bad habits. I'm asking you this because uh, none of your brothers would uh, would take my side. I'm sure. In in all honesty. I hope I'm only not uh, too far gone from from your heart to to ask your aid. Things are bad. I won't lie about it. If you ever had love for me, please come to Shade. I'm in trouble. And it's signed Baron Lunara, your uncle. And that is where we'll end the for this evening. So, dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Leave them wanting more, I say. So thank you everyone for joining us. This has been our first episode our uh, flagship our pilot so uh tune in next week when we'll have uh, more adventures on the die by the dice podcast uh so thank you, thank you. thanks everybody see you next time stay drocky hey, that's not going <laughs> hey this is john your dm for the die by the dice podcast i just want to say a big thank you to all the people working off mic to make this happen our theme song is taken from music by abysme you can find his work at abysme on SoundCloud. He's got a ton of great atmospheric music for your table at home. Our great cover art is by Krista Meisner. She does illustration and some of her work can be found at bonesandberry.com. It's a great little webcomic. Check it out.
Also, thanks to all of our beta test listeners for helping us iron out some of the audio issues. And a special thank you to anyone still listening. You're real troopers. I don't have any Nick Fury Easter eggs here for you, but tune in next week. Maybe we'll get one for you then.